Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome, and it's great to have you on this episode of Leadership Stars, and I am so excited. I have a woman uh, on board who I greatly respect and who's going to have a lot of really great things to talk to us about reluctant leaders and making sure that you're in your purpose and those kinds of things. And it's interesting because this is how I started was with the whole being a reluctant leader. I never would admit that I was one. Um, almost held up a cross to to say, I don't want that word ever in my vocabulary. And yet, I was able to step into that because of a comment made in a workshop. Someone asked me, you didn't lead us in this exercise, and it's what I expected of you. So are you someone like that who's been thrust into leadership roles that were not of your own making? You walked into an organization, and the next thing you knew, you were on the board, and you hadn't even joined the organization yet? Are you, in fact, a leader, but reluctant to admit or accept it, as I was? And really, when you step up, step in, and own your leadership, it is such a powerful move to make. Do you ever wonder how women can truly step into that power as a confident leader? Well, my special guest today is Dr. Sandra Camacho, and she has the answers to those questions. Welcome to the show, Sandra. Oh, thank you, Linda. It's great being here. Well, it's wonderful to have you as well, and I and I love the fact that you are willing to talk on this topic because it is such a powerful topic for women, and especially with sort of what's going on in the world now. And you know, we're trying to take uh, a, a larger role in the leadership in politics, in government, in corporations in building our own businesses and entrepreneurship, um, international reach and all of that. And, and there's a hesitation in all of that. So um, we're going to talk about that and see your insights to how women can step more powerfully into their leadership. But let's start with you. Um, you have a very interesting background. Would you share it with our audience, please? Well, I started doing what I do when I was a chiropractor. I I really was interested in helping people get to the real cause of what was causing their pain. And of course, at the time, it was more of a physical pain focus because Mm -hmm. I was a chiropractor and people would come with back pain. But it soon became very obvious to me that the pain that a lot of people were dealing with was not just coming from, you know, the physical body. There was a deeper emotional conflict going on. And I really wanted to get to the root of that. And I had that strong intention. And then over time, I started to tune in more and more to my patients. And eventually, I started to see their auric field. I started to see um, their subconscious thoughts and feelings around their body in the, in the form of colors. And the colors get, would give me information about exactly what was really going on on a deeper subconscious level that was conflicted in them and that was causing an energy blockage in their mind and body. So that's how I got into what I'm doing now because eventually more and more 
women came to me who were more wanting to be step into their power and it excites me to help women step into their power because we've had cultural programming for millennia that mm-hmm. we are not supposed to be powerful as people that men are supposed to be the powerful ones and women are supposed to be the followers we're supposed to be the support people we're supposed to be in the background and now more than ever uh, women need to step up simply because biologically we're really wired to be more relationship oriented and more intuitive and really more in tune with the whole you know our our biology they've even seen they've even um studies have shown that our brains are actually even more balanced than men's (laughs) right and left hemisphere so women are much more naturally intuitive so they're much more able to tune into the whole picture of something's going on and really get you know it's not a linear type of uh the way we use our minds the way men's are linear and there's a problem when there's too much linear and we are seeing it now, you know, in a lot of problems that we're facing in the world is mm-hmm. because of that kind of linear thinking. So, Sandra, why why did you, I mean, I can see um, how that would be helpful, you know, understanding their emotions, the conflict that they have, their auric fields, their subconscious, what are, what are the beliefs that they have? Uh, what are the stories that they're telling themselves? And, of course, I love this whole thing with cultural programming because it's something that, that I so much believe is that we have a genetic heritage and we carry that. Um, and exactly what you were saying is you know, there's an expectation that men are more powerful. And physically, obviously, that you, they usually are because they're bigger, they're stronger, and, and that kind of thing. But they're also more the task-oriented the telling, what I call my commander, um, is is on that masculine side, whereas what we bring to the table, and as you said, is so very, very important, is that whole relationship, collaboration, cooperation, um, uh, you know, uh, intuitive nature, and all of that, and, and the creativity that we bring to the table. Um, and I, th- I think we, we balance it when we sit at, at the table with the men, but we also have to build, uh, balance it within ourselves. Isn't that true? Uh, balance the relationship with the, with the leadership. Can you, can you ask? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, the relationship between your masculine and your feminine. Cause to me, okay, the feminine has all that wonderful creativity, um, collaboration, relationships, intuition, all of that is on that side. And we're, we're really, really good at that. As you said, and then we have the masculine side, which is the the doing. You know, just give me a task and I'll make it happen. Mm-hmm. And I think in many women, there's a break between those two. And the women oftentimes sort of look at their masculine and go, I don't want to be that leader. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that person who's telling and not asking. Exactly. Who, yeah, who... Yeah. Um, is is the commander? I mean, if you if you think of them in terms of, of the military, it's the the you know the general um, that kind of person who is always in large and in charge, as they would say. So how do how do you marry those two so that we as women bring the best of both worlds to the table? Right. That's a very, very, very good question. So what I see goes on with a lot of women entrepreneurs who are stuck in in kind of trying to 
they're trying to balance that and it's hard Mm -hmm. is to get into uh, what's really going on when when that's happening is the women subconsciously is actually taken on the male cultural programming around success, which is very predominant in our culture, which is uh, leaders are the ones that are supposed to know it all. And uh, we're supposed to work really hard to be successful. And we have to be the ones who do it all and know it all and be in charge. And that's kind of the, that's male, that's a patriarchal kind of programming that we've taken Mm -hmm. on because we equate that with, what it takes to be successful, what you need to do to be successful. You need to work really hard. You need to be in charge. You need to do it all. You need to, you know, order people around. And because that's what's modeled by, you know, and so it's very hard for women to see another way of doing it because that's equated with leadership. That's equated with power. That's equated with success. Mm -hmm. So that when when i work with women who are stuck in that usually there's a fear that if i'm if i'm too compassionate or i'm too loving then i'll i won't be powerful so there's a conflict between love and power that's been taken on because of that success programming that's so predominant in our culture even now you know mm-hmm. and even though they're they're instead of the more enlightened companies they're moving more towards a collaborative model and they're moving more towards you know employee and and uh, supervisors being much more open to ideas from people below them so they really get, you know, the creativity that's there, you know, and take advantage of what their employees have to offer rather than just ordering them around. There, there's a lot of um, resources there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so when women are in that place, it's usually a matter of just uh, clearing out this programming that the fear that if they're not strong or if they're not in charge, they're going to lose control. Mm-hmm. It's like a third shock. What I, the third shock is the power center. Right. So it's, it's being able to realize I can go with the flow and actually be more powerful than having to control everything and be, you know, in charge of everything. Cause that's I think, true. Yeah. I think that's really powerful, Sandra, um, because I think I, I agree with you, but, that the role models that we have, and as you said, it goes back millennia, is that the king, you know, the uh, the soldier, um, that kind of thing. Where yes, they were they were telling, they were commanding. Um, there was no, and oftentimes there was no compassion uh, or empathy at all. And yet, and so even even the the queens, the the females stepped into that. If you look at Elizabeth the first, and she was um, very masculine in the fact that you know she rode out with her troops, she was commanding, she she was the first and last, uh, you know, in line kind of thing. And um, the women at that time were um, at home with the kids, oftentimes working the farm or whatever it is, while the men were out doing their thing. So that that hunter gatherer kind of um, culture, I think, may have moved us into that more subordinate role where we we were behind the scenes, very important part of it, but still behind the scenes, and the men were out there with the power, the success, the leadership, and that kind of thing. 
And you're right, it needs to change. We need we need to step into that more often. Because I I also see the younger women, you know, again, we look up for our role models. And so for my generation and yours probably as well, what we had to look up to was that masculine uh, model of success, the know-it-all, be-all, work hard, um, you know, never let them see you sweat, Mm -hmm. um, that kind of thing. And we go, I don't want to be that leader. I, I, I don't and, and I see my women, you know, my women counterparts who are stepping into leadership having to be that. I, I don't know whether you remember when Diane Feinstein was um, given the mayoral position um, after the death of Harvey Milk and, and all that. Uh, and she felt that in order to be heard by the Board of Supervisors as the mayor, she needed to dress like them. And we wore bow ties for the entire time that she was uh, in the mayor's office. We were bow ties. We were in suits. um, And, you know, that that was how you were heard was because they recognized you as, oh, I recognize you as a leader because you're dressed like me. Uh, Uh And then you had to sound like me. Uh, And I think that's been... Difficult for women to step away from that because the other thing you get is the men say, "That's not, that's not what I expect of a, a woman. This is not a normal woman. This woman is is not not normal." Uh, and they, so they don't know what to do with you. And oftentimes they'll fire you, especially if you're, ex, you know, extremely on the masculine side. So, any tips on? How to move through that category? So, um, are, are you saying uh, be able to be feminine and and hold presence as a leader? Is that yeah. What uh-huh. yeah yeah yeah? So so much so much of leadership is really about um, holding space and mm-hmm. having presence and being able to just really tune into the people that are around you and listen deeply and respond it's you know the 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 real the, the real cultural program that's so to me is almost funny is you know i hate to get into politics but you look at donald trump and he is the epitome of what <laughs> people have been taught to be to be mm-hmm. successful and it's almost funny how yeah. ludicrous it is it's so ludicrous because I love to use President Obama as really much more, in my opinion, an enlightened leader, you know, mm-hmm. who's very present. You can tell he really listens to people because p- power and, and leadership come from having deep security, deep emotional security around your gifts, around your ability to lead Mm-hmm. around what you have to offer and so there isn't a need for control there isn't a need to i'm say i'm the leader you know to kind of make your presence known as a leader you don't have to make your presence known if you have this deep security about your ability to lead and about what you have to offer mm-hmm. it just radiates from you 
you know. So, so how I work with my clients is I just help them identify whatever deeper subconscious blocks they're holding around being able to be powerful and hold space. Because as women, we have this wiring that really has been embedded into us since the day we were born that it's not okay to be powerful. Or if we are powerful, we're going to abuse it. Mm-hmm. We're going to abuse it. We're going to be one of those men you know and so it's that's the dichotomy and that's the conflict that a lot of women feel that we were talking about before is that the wiring is it's not it's not safe to be a leader because that's not my role and mm-hmm. so when they go to lead that subconscious conflict makes it extremely uncomfortable for them just to be comfortable in the role of a leader period so you know what I'm saying so that's Mm -hmm. that really needs to be uh, addressed and the thing is this is in the subconscious mind so it is not something that someone can say themselves oh okay I'm going to be this way you know you really have to go in and actually rewire a person's energy system and this is this is something that is a process that has to happen in the body and not just in the mind you can't just say i'm going to be a leader today in this way and just decide you're going to do that and do it because the emotional wiring is still in place and there's a comfort zone around doing things the way you've always done it that has to be rewired yeah if we're not yeah because our emotions are what drive our emotions are what drive us it's not our conscious mind it's not our conscious mind yeah yeah, exactly and that whole um, thoughts, emotions, uh, feelings, uh, actions, results is, is that whole uh, model of, of human behavior. And so, Sandra, Sandra, I so agree with you on the fact that it's not safe, it's not my role, and that we definitely re- need to rewire it. So, yes. audience, while you we take a short break here, think about where you've not stepped in because your subconscious says that's not your role and we'll be right back voice america women's channel a leader in the forward movement of women's success Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas, That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Voice America Women's Channel, a leader in the forward movement of women's success. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And I'm here with my, as I said, very special guest, um, Dr. Sandra Camacho, and I love the fact that Sandra can see the patterns that our cultural programming leave in our energy field, and she sees them as dark areas that indicate a specific inner conflict that the person's experiencing, and that there is a way of clearing that energy field, which allows us to experience increased clarity, motivation, and success, both in our personal and our professional lives. And I think that is so important, um, especially since we are sitting with the challenge of cultural and uh, genetic heritage that you know, works against us or for us, depending upon what it is. So welcome back, Sandra. Thank you. It's great okay. to be here. Um, so we were talking about, um, you know, why women are so reluctant to step into leadership and, and that whole um, masculine model that we we work with. It's what we see. And I love the fact that you compared um, President Trump to President Obama and their leadership styles, which are so vastly different. Um, very clear that Trump is in that masculine model of you got to work hard, you got to know it all, although I'm not sure that he really does. Um, <laughs> you have to do it all. And again, I don't think he does. You know, he, he, to me, he's also blusters a yes. lot. Um, which, which I find interesting in um, men in power, that oftentimes they don't know it all, but their staff does, and they oftentimes turn to them for the answers because they don't have a clue as to what's going on. Um, versus Obama, who was very much uh, in that creativity. Let's see how we can create a healthcare system that um, you know really impacts everyone in such a way that everyone's covered, you know, and the, the other programs that he did um, that were really 
impactful and very intuitive, very creative uh, in the model. They weren't something that was just a cookie cutter that came you know, from someplace else. Um, so what do you do when you step into a role in, of leadership and one, you're reluctant to do this, you don't really know what to do. And it wasn't something that I chose to do in the first place. How do you deal with that? Well, that's a very good question. That's a very good question. Well, probably um, what I would, the advice I would give a woman who was in that situation would be, first of all, recognize that the greater, the creative, whatever you want to call the universe, has designated you as the leader. So that tells you that you have what it takes to lead. You are meant to lead. And the universe is just sort of gently kicking your your butt. To, yes. go, to lead other people. And and if you feel uncomfortable, if you feel like, oh my God, overwhelmed, then what you want to do is start rewiring your subconscious mind so that whatever doubts or fears that you have, you start to just clearing them from your energy system, your subconscious mind, your nervous system, because that is number one. If you feel inadequate, if you have self-doubt, that will really block your ability just to be present and to do the best job that you can do. You can't have all your mental faculties at your fingertips when your emotions are are saying you can't do this, it's not okay, you're not smart enough, you're not good enough, blah 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 blah. That will really cause problems. So what I recommend is is a method I I use is called tapping. Mm-hmm. And how you can use it is you can just get in touch with whatever what other with whatever doubts or fears you have and use the tapping process to clear the doubts and fears around it you know mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. thing and uh and the other thing you can use is, is uh self hypnosis you want to use a method that will uh, uh align your subconscious mind with being a leader with mm-hmm. being confident and clear and and uh, really comfortable in this new leadership role. So whatever's in the way, you want to clean it out. You want to rewire your subconscious mind so that that there aren't there is no anxiety or fear or doubt that you can't do the job because that's the biggest obstacle right there. Yeah, so I have a, a couple things around that. Uh, I so agree with you that um, you you do need to clear out those those beliefs and the memories and how you see it. Um, it's almost looking at those memories a different way and going, oh yeah, I did lead here. I did lead a four star general around, and I was good at it. Uh, but it, it's also that sense of. Uh, not recognizing the fact that you've been in leadership roles. So one of the the things I have is an assessment that says, you know, have you ever done this? How about this? Um, You know, do do you get your kids up and get them to school on a daily basis? That takes leadership. Um, Do you run the cookie drive for your Girl Scout uh, troop? And have you always been the top, top 
seller and all of the stuff came to your garage and people came and picked up their orders from there. That's leadership. Do you organize the neighborhood uh, barbecue? That's leadership. Because I, th- I think, too, as women, we don't necessarily see those as leadership. We That's see them as, you know, it's, it's just what I do. It's what I do as a mom and that kind of thing. And that's that's not true. That is that is true leadership. And yeah, it's 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 influential leadership, not command. You, you know, again you're working with volunteers oftentimes, and volunteers are the best cats to herd because they have no vested interest in what you're doing. So, you know, when you're in in a job or an entrepreneur uh, or whatever, um, you have power over them in terms of the job, uh, how they do it, uh, how you empower them to um, get additional experience, their pay, all of that. But when you're in a volunteer organization, you have none of that. So you have to use your influence, which we as women are very good at, um, and to then take that into the entrepreneurial world um, when you're working with independent contractors. I mean, I have no employees. I have a, a team of fabulous independent contractors, and I have to lead from that feminine side because if I didn't, they disappear and abandon me. So I, I learned quite a while ago that that's the type of leadership that we are best at and that we do an amazing job. Um, and I also love the fact, Dr. Uh, Sandra, that you, you talked about their wounds. Um, not good enough. Um, I couldn't possibly do this. Uh, my, my, my mother told me I should, I should never stand up in front of groups of people and talk or um, I should... Uh, I, I can't make friends on my own. Somebody else has to do that. And I think we work, we, we don't always recognize that, that those wounds pop up in different ways as we get older, right? right. Yeah. And the thing is, you, you know, it's so important, and this is, I have to emphasize this, because one of the problems that I see is that women think if they just tell themselves, oh, I should feel okay because I've done in this, you can't just address it from that intellectual perspective, from that mm-hmm. that method. Because because I see this with women entrepreneurs all the time, they get very frustrated because their coaches tell them, oh, well, just tell yourself, just think positive. <laughs> you can't just think positive. You have to change your emotional wiring. You have to shift your subconscious mind so that emotionally you are comfortable with whatever it is that you're wanting to manifest, that you can receive it. You don't have doubts that you're not capable of it or you're not, you don't have doubts that you're not good enough or you're not deserving. You feel totally deserving. You feel totally confident. You feel totally confident. And when you're in that emotional space, you are there emotionally, it manifests automatically because it's your, our energy field is what manifests things into our life. It's not just our 5% intellectual consciousness. It's our energy field. And the 95% of our consciousness is our subconscious mind. It's what mm-hmm. controls our heart rate, our breathing, our, all our physiological processes are controlled by our sub, what's called our subconscious mind. And that's what needs to be aligned with whatever it is, the goal of being the leader, creating 
you know, prosperity, abundance, success, financial success, whatever kind of success you want. If your emotional mind is there, if your emotional mind is already in that reality, you will attract those things to you automatically. The law of attraction is real. It's Mm -hmm. real. But it's emotions. It's not thoughts that create a reality. It's not thoughts because thoughts are conscious. Mm -hmm. Emotions. Our emotions come from our belief system, which is the subconscious construct of our subconscious mind is our belief system. That has to be changed at the emotional physiological level, not just the intellectual level. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, because if you you look at the mind, the conscious is just, it's like an iceberg. It's that Mm -hmm. small piece of the iceberg that you see above the water. The subconscious is what's all below the water, which is huge. And it's great that it's there and it's great that we have it because otherwise you'd have to keep relearning the same thing over and over again because there would be no um, unconscious memory of how to brush your teeth, how to drive a car, how to get back and forth from work or wherever it is that you're going without that subconscious. So it has a, a huge value. Yes. And um, and you're right, it, it needs to be looked at. If you're not getting the results that you're looking for, then just changing your actions and how you do things is not going to change the results that you get. As you said, you need to change the emotions and you need to th- also change the thoughts around it as well. Um, and those emotions, uh, uh, it's one of these things I ask people oftentimes is, you know, have you ever awakened with a panic or a, a whatever an emotion that then triggered a thought um, and that shows you sort of how powerful those emotions can be in actually driving um, our actions and, and thus our results um, it's like the the folks who hate going to scary movies and I you ask the question well why why do you hate a scary movie it's just a movie and you know that you you walked up to the ticket counter, you bought your ticket, you walked to the concession stand, you got your popcorn, you got your soft drink, whatever you got. You went in the theater, you sat down, you're in a chair, you know, you can feel the reality of all that. And yet your emotions get into that movie and, you know, you're scared and you want to, you know, get up and leave you, or tuck yourself into the person who's sitting next to you or whatever it might be. And yet, it's not real, but your emotions don't know that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I'm one of those people. I don't enjoy scary movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, horror movies where people are being murdered and stabbed and bloody, no. I, action movies, yeah, because there's always a positive ending. But senseless violence, I've never been a fan of movies of senseless violence. No, I, that, yeah. I, I, I think <laughs> I think the one that really bothered me was one of the Scream movies. I think oh it was second. It was one of the second ones, and you know, I just said this that you know, you know, you're in a movie theater. You know, it's not real. Uh, and in that particular one, one of the um, audience got up and he said, "Ah, this is so unreal." Walks out, goes into the the men's bathroom, sits down, and he stabbed through the wall. And I'm oh going. God. Oh my God! And this is the thing, you know. So it's sort of like, yeah, well, this just proves to you that, you know, it, it could be very real. Anyways, that has nothing to do with leadership. Uh, 
anyway. <laughs> yes, but I, I do agree that um, you, know, you, need, you need to work on that emotional um, subconscious level to, to, change, to change the thoughts, to change the feelings. Uh, yes. And the feelings are really the more powerful of the two that needs to be changed. Um, so we have a couple minutes yet before break. Um, you know, we, we talked about going in cycles and that um, we get stuck in the masculine model and that it's hard and it's not something that I can do. Is there some quick tip that you might have um, before we go to break that our audience could work on while we're on break? Sure. Sure. Well, the masculine model, I mean, a lot of it has this, the idea is we have to be in control of everything. Mm-hmm. That's kind of at the root. And we really don't. Really, the universe is in control. The only thing we can do is flow with what the universe is bringing to us and recognize the value and the opportunities that are there for us because they're always there mm-hmm. and let go of our need to control. It's our ego. Our ego wants to be in control. Our ego wants to think that we're in charge of everything. And, <laughs> and it's just, it's an ego trip. You know, I mean, it's just this yeah. kind of weird thing and it doesn't help and it doesn't service it just gets in the way you know it just gets in the way and so one of the one of the um most powerful exercises i know is can you let go you just ask yourself can i let go of needing control to control right now Mm -hmm. can i let can i let this go do i can i let go having to be in control all right just feel the energy release from your body okay all right so yeah. we'll, we'll remind this of our audience in just a minute. Um, the, something else interesting that you talked about was you know, stepping into and recognizing the creator and you, that you have what it takes and all this. I remember when I, when I moved from um, doing events to doing leadership training that I said, I don't have a website. I, I don't do blogs. I won't write a book. I won't do radio and television. And... Um, I don't do social media. I don't know what you think you're going to do with me. And needless to say, all of those things have happened in five years. I'm here on the radio, been on television. And so it's sort of like be careful what you tell the universe you can't do because when it really gets um, on your case, um, it's amazing the things that you can actually create. So while we're on break, audience, please take a moment and... Ask yourself the question, can I let go of the need to be in charge? And we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda 
at dare to dream with lynda.com that's lynda at dare the number two dream with lynda.com the voice america live events channel is here now to showcase your corporate individual or organization's live event visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more whether it's a multi-day conference special speaker or single day event we've got everything to make your event a success we can do a few hours or a few days for more information about taking your event to the next level call jeff spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com again that's jeff spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And I'm here with my really insightful guest, um, Dr. S- uh, Sandra Camacho. And I love the fact that you support women entrepreneurs in breaking through that cultural programming um, so that they can bring on their ideal clients and create more wealth and success in their businesses. And, th- and isn't that all what we want, right? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it is a challenge. It is a challenge working with the subconscious and breaking through uh the beliefs and the opinions and all of that that you that the subconscious holds, and again, it doesn't care whether it's truth. It's right. The, it is. It is the way it is. Um, I always think it's interesting. I didn't have any siblings, so um, you know, all my stories are my stories, and I don't. Ha- if I tell that story, nobody can say no, Linda. That's not how it went. But I love hearing siblings talking about a situation that happened with their family or where they went or how, what they did and that kind of thing. And, you know, one of them will start and they'll, they'll go through most of it and one of the siblings will go, that's not how it happened. This is how it happened. And you got the third one going, you're both wrong. This is how it happened. And it, it, to me, I find it most uh, amusing and interesting that how our mind works. And each time, something else I think is interesting is that each time you tell a story, the fish gets bigger, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So it's not necessarily what we remember, but it's what ha- what the story has become in our uh, our subconscious. Right. Okay. So Sandra, what is the biggest mistake that you see women making in leadership roles? And then this, let's start with that, and then we'll we'll go to the second question. Okay. So the biggest mistake I see with uh, women in, in leadership roles is they feel like they have to do everything and they're over-responsible and, and at the same time feeling like they, they need to be in charge, they need to be in control. And they put way, way, way too much pressure on themselves because, you know, part of the female program that we get is we're supposed to take care of everybody else, you know, mm-hmm. make sure mm-hmm. everybody else is ar- around us is happy. And if we're trying to lead them and they have to be happy at the same time, that creates an inner conflict right there because sometimes we have to guide them gently to do things that maybe they're not wanting to do, you know, they're not predisposed to want to do. Right. To inspire them to do it. So, so, uh, so my advice for women when they're in that situation is, is to say, is to say to them, you know, these people under you are there not just to be led, but just to support you in achieving this bigger goal. You're all a team to achieve this bigger goal. Let them do their part and let them bring to the table whatever whatever they feel inspired to do so that they can take advantage of the resources that that person wants to bring into the project. That's, yeah, that's something that I, I talk a lot about you know, you as the leader have a vision as to where that organization is going, what you're going to achieve um, by the end of the year, three years, five years, whatever it might be, and especially in an entrepreneurial world. And the people who work with you, whether they're employees or contractors or whatever, need to be on board with that, uh, with that vision. And you also know what their visions are. What do they hope to accomplish in this year? And to ensure that all of those visions are aligned so you're all moving in the same direction as opposed to, as I say, herding cats where they're all going off in different directions and you have no way to bring them together. Um, I also so agree that we as women have a really, really difficult time delegating yeah. uh, work. and. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with we want to be in control. We want to make sure it's done to our satisfaction. And we don't trust. We don't trust them to know their part of the job better than you do and that they can actually take it on and move forward. It's sort of like that's why you hired them uh, or brought them on board was because they had an expertise you didn't. At least I hope that's the reason you brought them on board. I I find it always amusing when you, you look at the team of somebody and you go, they're all like you. How do you get anything done? Because they're, you're, you're all fighting for the same work. Mm-hmm. And, and the, I've had the women look at me and go, you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we're always at each other's throats because we all want the same work. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're absolutely right. You know, a lot of entrepreneurs and, and part of that is, is change. And being able to lead and guide and inspire people through change and understanding how they best handle change is a gift that I think women have over men. Because, again, we get into that intuitive part of us. Um, And so, yeah, um, your team needs to be there to support you 
in the bigger goal. You need to know where they are in terms of alignment of their goals to your goals. And um, you need to be inspirational, which is why I have the program Leadership Inspiration is because I felt as a team leader uh, that I didn't always have the right the right message for the week, you know, and this way they get a quote and a teaching and something that they can do that week that will move them forward as a team. So I, I think that's really, really powerful. Um, and so how, how they correct it is by delegating and inspiring. Is there something else that they can do to um, overcome that mistake? Overcome the mistake of not delegating enough, or, or of of, wanting, of doing everything, being over responsive, being in charge and control, and feeling that they can't delegate. Well, again, I would come back to <laughs> rewiring the subconscious mind. Okay, you know, that that is really so powerful because. You know, you want things to be easy and fun. I am all about easy and fun. And when your subconscious mind is aligned with whatever it is that you want, whether it's being a good leader or just having a successful business, it will man- your subconscious mind will manifest it for you. Mm-hmm. So whatever tools they can get their hands on, whether it's uh, self-hypnosis, I have my free gift is, is will be helpful too as well. I also have some things on my website. I actually have another thing on my website that would be very helpful. It's my inner wealth toolkit, mm-hmm. which is designed to rewire the subconscious mind. And it helps them identify, helps you identify your subconscious blocks, what specifically what they are, and guides you through a process to rewire it. So that's in line with your goal. Fantastic. Well, while we're on on free gifts, Sandra, would you ex- um, describe the free gift that you have for the audience? Okay, my free gift that I'm offering today is my. My free ebook, it's the five most common blocks women have to wealth and success and how to overcome them. And it describes five of the most common blocks that women get from uh, cultural programming as women that block, that make it difficult and uncomfortable to create success and wealth in their lives. And they're all, uh, I've described each each program and then there's a series of questions it's really a workbook to help you become aware of what specific programming might be affecting your ability to create success and then some questions about how to some questions first to, to make them a more make you more aware of what the pattern is and how what things you can do to break through it some tips to break through each of those programs fantastic so those those two um, pieces the, the her free gift uh, with the five common blocks and the resources that she has on her website I think will be very very powerful for you the audience um, to begin to break through some of those subconscious challenges that you have some of the stories that you tell yourself uh, especially when when things are going interestingly you have a diversion in, in some respect or another um, and you'll find the link to the free gift on um my Voice America website, and um, you can click on that, and it will take you right there um, to Sandra's free gift. So thank you so very much for offering that. You're welcome. Yeah. So Sandra, um, you know we've 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 danced around all sorts of interesting things around genet- uh, genetic and cultural heritage, 
and you know s- some of the ways to uh, work through that, the rewiring of the subconscious, really looking at what are those stories that we tell ourselves and how how can I change that? How can I change the emotional link to those as well? Um, so if you were going to give our audience three awesome tips that they can do like right after the show, what would those be? Mm-hmm. To become a less reluctant leader, <laughs> uh, and, and if you know, and less reluctant leader, and to be able to successfully step into your leadership and not have some of these challenges around ego and control and and all that. Uh huh. Uh huh. If okay. you have more than three, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Tip number one is realize that the universe is always really always working for your good. So if you get thrust into a leadership role, realize that the universe is telling you, you can do this and you're meant to do this and, and really recognize that because it wouldn't have happened if it, it happened. So it was meant to happen. The second tip I would say is, is let go of, remind yourself that you are not the one who has to do everything you are not the one who is uh who has to do all the work who putting too much pressure on yourself realize that your team is there to support you and that they want to support you and they want to bring their gifts out and contribute to the greater good and it's just your job is to just help them do that and inspire them to do that and and let go of of any need that it has to be perfect you have to be perfect they have to be perfect mm-hmm. that's right. <laughs> yes perfectionism we should have to do a whole show on that yeah yeah the perfection thing is a big one especially for women perfection and over responsibility so just take the pressure off of yourself that's probably the biggest tip number two and then number three i would say is this idea of um just going with the flow of what's happening and let go of of any need where you feel like you have to control everything you know sometimes we don't realize how much how much pressure we put on ourselves around controlling things and feeling like we have to control and that's part of the responsibility that women tend to feel that they need to make everyone around them happy they need to make sure everything is perfect and it's all their job you Mm -hmm. know and and that it's they're the ones who if anything goes wrong it's it's our fault you know women have a lot of guilt around not being enough for other people and realize you know what you can only do the best you can do and that's it and let go of you know as much as you can let go of pressuring yourself to be more than you really need to be (laughs) that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Um, and like I said, we could we could spend an hour on perfectionism um, as well as the whole guilt trip that we do. Oh. <coughs> and of course, we have, I think it was President Truman who had a sign on his desk that says, the buck stops here. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, I think we take that very seriously as well. So, Dr. Camacho, thank you so very much for being here. Sandra, it's been a joy. And you've given, I think, our audience some really great things to think about, as well as to work on, on the emotional side 
um, with their subconscious and understanding what's blocking them and some of the cultural and genetic Uh, imprinting that we still carry that needs to be shifted. So thank you again for being here. You're welcome. It was great talking to you. Fantastic. (laughs) And audience, um, if you'd like to know more about Leadership Inspirations, uh, Seeds of a Movement Boot Camp, or any of the other programs that I offer, including the Art of Herding Cats, Leading Teams of Leaders, please connect with me through email at Linda at dare, the number two, lead with linda.com. And we'll, until next week, remember, be courageous, dare to lead. Thank you and goodbye. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week.